95% of our decisions are made by how you feel in the moment. And that is the problem. Do you feel like getting up? No. Do you feel like making that cold call? No, you don't. Do you feel like doing that third set of reps? No, you don't. We make decisions based on our feelings and that is robbing you of joy and opportunity. So the core difference in people is how do you produce certainty when the world isn't giving it to you? You go out and you try and you try in your case, you're 100,000 in debt and nothing's working. How do you keep yourself going? The way you did it, the way I did it, the way you're doing it, we may not have done it consciously, is we didn't change our potential, that was there. And it wasn't even taking more action. Taking more action with a belief is not gonna work, it's not gonna change anything. We got results in our head that made us feel certain as if it had already happened. I need you to evaluate yourself and ask yourself the question, how are you wired? When you have a trial or a tribulation, how are you wired? When you hear the word no, does it break you? I'm wired differently. I get excited about no, I love no. I love it, it turns me on. No, Eric, I'll be back. I'll be back, I'll be stronger when I come back. If you get yourself in a state of certainty that this is gonna work, I'm gonna find the way, and if this doesn't work, I will make the way, then you tap a lot more potential. And when you're certain in your potential, you take massive action. When you take massive action, you really believe in something, you get great results. When you get great results, your brain goes, see, I told you I was a stud. I told you this thing would work out. Now you're even stronger, you tap more potential, take greater action, greater results. Sometimes you just have to move, do something, learn something new. Write down what you need to do in order to make a better life for yourself and be brave enough to do those things. When you go out there, I need you to have that dog. When you get out there, I need you to kill or be killed when you get out there. We ain't playing no more. We ain't taking no prisoners no more. When you get out there, whatever you can get, go get it. Because they gonna get it before you get it. And they ain't gonna give it to you. So you go out there and get what's yours. And that moment that you finally begin to break through and build something extraordinary in that moment, the realization is that it was always you trying to figure out how to become the best version of yourself and ask one simple question. How extraordinary can I become? What am I capable of? What are my limits? How far can I push myself in this time that I have on this earth exactly? How much of my potential can I wring out of myself? How much can I become capable of? How far can I push myself? What can I build? How can I change this world? But all by doing one simple thing, pushing myself to get better every day. And as Napoleon Hill said, strength and growth come only through continuous effort and struggle. One of my first mentors said that we're the only creature on the planet that's totally disoriented in our environment. He said all the other little creatures are completely at home in their environment, but they operate with instinct. You see, it's perfect. We have been gifted with higher faculties. We have the ability to create our own environment, but we've got to understand ourselves. We don't have a soul, we are a soul. We are living in a physical body corresponding with the material universe. Now we have to understand this. And if we don't understand it, we're not gonna make it. 
And we've got to understand, like I can look at your body, I can tell you all kinds of things about you. You are dominantly a left brain person. You got a little bit of right brain enough to really, you know, you got a quiet, sensitive side to you. It's a little shy side, but that's very small. So it's not many people would see it. You have a tendency with things, if they hurt your feelings, you'll have a tendency to hold it inside. You want to start releasing it or you're going to have stomach problems. Now I can tell that by looking at your body. Wow. You know, but I, I and he's right, by the way. Yeah, but, <laughs> but there's 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 so much about ourselves we never learn. The part of our mind that controls us is our intellect or our subconscious, where the paradigm is. But we're trained to live through our senses. We're trained to go by what we see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and we've got to understand that we've got this genius within us. And if we will consciously gain an awareness, an understanding of how to alter the paradigm that's controlling our behavior. When we learn that, we can start to improve life, just like that. And there's no end to what we're capable of doing. We're conditioned genetically. All mom's DNA and all dad's DNA becomes our DNA. There's two particles of energy come together. That's the moment of conception. 280 days later, we make our debut on the planet. Then we're programmed by our environment because our subconscious mind, which is totally deductive, it has no ability to reject. The subconscious mind is immoral. It's like the earth. It doesn't care what you plant, but it'll return what you plant. Earl Nightingale used a beautiful example in The Strangest Secret. He said, you can plant nightshade, a deadly poison, not a sixteenth of an inch away. You can plant corn, a sweet food. One will grow with just as great an abundance as the other. And that's the way your subjective mind works. You put the wrong idea in, it will grow. Put the right idea in, it will grow. We have the ability to change what's in there. We did not program it. It was programmed through genetic history, where the confluence of a genetic pool that goes back for generations. That's at birth and then environmentally. And we have the ability to alter all that. We're, up until around four or five, we're being programmed by our environment. Prior to that, it's genetic. That the programming is dictating our results. When we change the results, we've got to gain an understanding that we've altered our own consciousness. But if we don't understand all of that, we will point it down to it's him, it's her, it's it, it's this, it's that. We point to something outside as the cause of what's going on inside. That's never what it is. It might have been someone that helped us shift this consciousness, but we've moved it. And if we want success, we've got to change what's inside. Right. It's essential, and it doesn't change until we do that. Live each day with integrity. Don't try and get over in life. Don't try and cheat. See, a lot of people like to try and cheat. I was with a friend of mine, and we were, went into a service station to get some gas. They gave me back too much change. I discovered it down the road, and I was turning around going back. I said, you're a fool. Hey man, what when they don't give people enough change? You think they flag the people down? I said, I'm not responsible for them. I'm responsible for me. I went back and I told the guy, excuse me, sir, you gave me a $20 bill too much. I gave it to the guy, the guy just took it and walked away, didn't say thank you. The guy in the car laughed, said, I told you, you fool! I'd have kept that. I said, I'm not responsible for his attitude. I don't care, knowing that he would not say thank you, I would still give it back to him. 
Because my image of myself says, hey, you don't take something that doesn't belong to you. That's the way my mother raised me. Don't try and cheat. Say, well, you know, this little bit won't count. Everything counts. A friend of mine was on welfare after going through a bad experience. Someone, you know, think she and her husband became ill, they couldn't work for a while, and they went on welfare after they both became physically well. He said, look here, we don't ever have to go back to work. We're making more money on welfare than we made when we were working with all the Medicaid benefits and, and all of the food stamps and everything. She said, no. She said, we are not going to accept the checks anymore. He said, I'm not going to work. Now you can go to work if you want to. She went down to the welfare department and said, don't send any more checks to my house. Lady said, excuse me? She said, now I've been working here 25 years. No one has ever come in here and said, don't send any more checks in. Are you sure you're all right? Yes, I am. And she went home and told her husband, don't look for any more checks because I told him to cut the check off. Now we've got to find something to do. And they started a paper route and got over 1,500 customers and were making money hand over fist in a spirit of dignity and achievement, not ripping anybody off. That was a critical choice. She could have very easily said, well, everybody else is doing it. Why don't I do it? But she decided not to follow the crowd. I like what um, Whitaker said, what you think about me is none of my spiritual business. <laughs> so when you are keeping integrity with yourself, you know that's gonna bring you under a lot of pressure.